Well, good Tuesday afternoon. It is, um, I don't even know what it is. I think it's August 7th. I have not yet recovered from this weekend. And um, that is a good thing. Very good thing. It's Tuesday, August 7th. Okay, that's what I thought. It is the August 7th. Welcome to Project Arrowhead. I will be flying solo today. Uh, Gina had some personal things she needed to take care of. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going solo, although I do have Keith with, with me here in the studio. And uh, boy, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, what an absolutely incredible weekend. But before we get started on that, just a reminder that Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Sun's Big Three. Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge. For VIP services, contact Chris Cody, and that is the Vista Lounge, Avalon Nightclub, and the Lansdowne Pub, located inside the Mohegan Sun. And uh, speaking of which, I see uh, DJ Rob is here. Um, I'm guessing I'm not going to see you this week, Rob. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I hope you're doing all right down in Tennessee. Um Keith, what an amazing, amazing weekend. Yeah, I know. I was watching uh, some of your uh, Facebook posts. It looked uh, looked uh, pretty exciting, actually. Very interesting. Lots of uh, interesting uh, costumes. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, I mean, the whole weekend in itself was just absolutely amazing. Um, for those of you that didn't tune into the show last week, I was in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, and uh, I was on the phone from Williamsburg. Gina did a great job. And uh, Gina, if you're listening, great job. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, for Scares That Care. And just to touch on what Scares That Care is, again, it uh, we are a 501c3 IRS-approved charity. And we are all volunteer. Nobody gets a paycheck. And uh, you're right over there? Yeah, I'm just going into the feed to put the phone number in. Okay. And um, what we do is we select three recipients a year, and those recipients consist of a child that is suffering from a terminal or, or chronic illness, a child that has been severely burned, and a woman that is suffering from breast cancer. And we run all these events during the year, and we give each family a check for $10,000 to help them offset whatever the cost may be. Uh, that you know doesn't necessarily mean it has to go for, uh, uh, for medical expenses. It could go for food, for, for household bills. Any, it, it's theirs to, to, to do with what they please. And unlike other charities, uh, we do not mail them the check. A group will get together with Joe Ripple. Joe Ripple is the founder and CEO of Scares That Cares. And he will actually go where, wherever they live. And usually it's, it's some kind of, a, you know, it's a little bit of a production. They'll have them uh, go out to eat and then they'll pop up at the restaurant where they're eating or or whatever it is, they'll they'll surprise them and present them with their check. Uh, and what 
scares that cares consist of it's people from the horror community um not just horror but anything spooky and they all get together and just it's a family within a family it's amazing and um it's something i am very proud to be a part of and it's just amazing it's amazing to see the outpouring of love and support and just the overall good time that we all have it's uh it's really something to see and uh, i do have a little bit of breaking news um this year was scares that care number five and we were just informed a little while ago there will be a scares that care charity weekend number six uh, the dates have not been announced yet, uh, but just know that there will be a Scares at Care Chapter 6. And uh, I am, I'm already looking forward to it because it's, it's just an amazing time. And I mean, some of the people that, uh, that we had down there, um, celebrity-wise, has been, they've been incredible. Um, we had the Sons of Anarchy, and uh, their, their their TV show is pro- appropriately named. Uh, they had a good time. Uh, Costas Mandalore was down there. He's from the Saw movies. He played Detective Mark Hoffman. He was amazing. Sean Patrick Flannery. To to see him interacting with the people and and. and one thing that really, really, really hit home with me was we do this thing where we have all the children come in and I mean, get a good amount of children, you know, 50, 50 kids or, or more. And uh, we move everybody away from the tables and the kids come through and they trick or treat with all the celebrities. And uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, actually, he came out from behind his table and knelt down and delivered candy to everybody and it was just really really nice to see jim you have a caller go ahead caller i think it's me it's trish hey trish how are you hey jim how are you i'm still recovering yourself same i slept on a uh a heating pad for my back (laughs) yeah oh that uh, eight and a half hour ride yesterday really, uh, really finished me off. I was in rough shape when I got home. I bet I'm recovering from the 5K still. So, and that was on. Well, actually, it wasn't the first day this year. It was the second day, and that's another right. thing I forgot to tell everybody about is that we do a 5K. And um, so, what was your favorite part of Scares That Cares? My favorite part's always seeing um, my family there. And I don't mean my blood family. I mean my family that I've acquired um, over the last few years. Um, I got family in Wisconsin, New York, everywhere. Pennsylvania, Florida. Connecticut. I love it. Connecticut, (laughs) Maryland. (laughs) Everywhere. They're everywhere. And that's what I look forward to, seeing how much people's children have grown and seeing and congratulating them on cool stuff they've accomplished over the years and then having a little mini family reunion um the weekend of scares at care that's what i love 
and I'm not gonna lie the the last day the Monday that we all usually leave is an extremely emotional day um, I saw a lot of tears oh yeah yeah all of us I mean, they were they were tears in all of our eyes I mean that's just how special um, th- this whole group is very much so what made you get involved with scares that care well, I started as an attendee. I happened to cross, uh, come across Scares That Care um, promotional picture on Facebook or something like that. And then I was like, well, this sounds really cool and it's not too far away. Let me go check this out. So I went with a friend and then the next one I stayed the weekend. And then the next one I was a volunteer and the next one I was a volunteer. And then I got promptly a message from Joe Ripple, why aren't you a state rep? Because <laughs> um, I was sharing information on Facebook, and I was, you know, handing out pamphlets and emailing Joe, what can I do, you know, do you guys need help, whatever, and um, I was, I had a calling when I was younger to be a um, firefighter EMT, and with uh, different medical issues I have, I was not able to fulfill that calling, but SCARES kind of enables me to fill that calling anyway, so, and it's not as physically demanding as being a uh, EMT or firefighter. <laughs> you know, you so, could always help me out down there. I could always use a second hand. I mean, I'm not. I, look, look, look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look. <laughs> I'm literally pulled in a couple different directions here. Let's not. Let's not let Joe Ripple know I have a uh, first response uh, background. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's. And I don't want to say it's hard for us to enjoy it because we—it's it, really not hard for us to enjoy it, but it is a lot of work, as far yeah. as uh, that we all put in. And I it's, think I think the best part is um, us veterans kind of make this look good. You know, <laughs> make it look good. We're having fun, but I mean, don't let the smiles and the cutting up fool you. We are definitely, definitely working hard. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my Fitbit was looking at me like, really? <laughs> oh no, we are working hard. We could, you could take everybody's shoes off and show you the, show you the blisters. Oh We're yeah, all I've, working. I've We're got th- working at least hard. three of them. Mhm. But it was great. I mean, it was uh, this year um, was probably the biggest year yet. And and I, I've heard that it was. And that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. And um, like Joe Ripple always says, next year, bring three friends. And then have mm-hmm. those three friends bring three friends. And, and I was really excited that my three friends showed up this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good thing. I call them my normals. You know, the normals, the muggles, whatever you want to call them. The muggles. <laughs> you know, I've heard that term so many times this weekend. Yes, the muggles. The muggles. All right, what, is, what exactly is a muggle? <laughs> okay, well, I'm so sorry that you're not fluent in Harry Potter knowledge, sir, but a muggle refers to someone who is non-magical folk. Oh. So people who are into horror, like us, we are, the, you know, magical folks, and then people who aren't would be a muggle, a normal. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah. Now I know that what it's what it is. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a derogatory term. I didn't know what it was. No, no, uh, no. It's it's a term of endearment. <laughs> oh well, that's great. How is uh, Jason feeling? 
He's good. He's still kind of, um, I think he may have a touch of, uh, of a congestion, but um, other than that, he's doing good. You know, a lot of people really ended up with that this year, and I think uh, because it was so hot and they're going yeah. into the air conditioner, out of the air conditioning, into the air conditioning, out of the air conditioning, mm-hmm. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yep. That and the I fact that right. we weren't able to breathe and, uh, you know, because we were just on the run constantly. Yes. And it's so weird because I feel like I was everywhere, but I don't feel like I was in very many pictures of other with other people, even though I had I, I know I killed my selfie challenge. <laughs> did you? I was going to ask you that. Did you? I did. I got one hundred and six selfies. <laughs> that's, wow! That's not that's not including celebrities. Unbelievable! I don't even that's think I don't even think I got half of that. <laughs> I maybe got I'm twenty. Kinda, I'm a selfie master. <laughs> <laughs> so who else was in this competition? Because I heard a couple people talking about it. Corinne and uh, Tiana. <laughs> yep, she was one of the first ones to get me. <laughs> yep, and they were the they they were the ones who wanted to compete, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm just still going to do my thing, but if you guys want to compete, you can try. Okay. <laughs> I think halfway through the weekend, I think they both confided that they were, I, I can't do this, Trish. <laughs> it was funny because uh, I was just talking to Corinne a little while ago, and I said, hey, how come we didn't get a picture together? And uh, O'Malley came on, and she says, you're right under me, fool. <laughs> I, was oh, just, I was so tired. I was looking right at the picture, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, That's as you funny. know, or... I, I hope you know. Uh, we will be having part six. Yes. So I'm already looking forward to that. And um, yep. countdown begins. So who is your favorite celebrity from this year? As far as and, and you can't say Sid because Sid is always everybody's favorite celebrity. But who um, who did you enjoy <laughs> hanging out with the most? Okay, so it probably would be a tie for t- for first. There would be a tie for first place. So uh, many people know I am a Walking Dead fan. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've watched Walking Dead quite a bit, yep. and I do dress up as Michonne in cosplay. So I would have to say tie for first would be Seth Gilliam. <laughs> um, I love him. He's sweet. And uh, it's like seeing Father Gabriel. It's really cool um, to see him kind of wearing, you know, normal clothes, you know. And then um, my childhood favorite, um, uh, the one, the one celebrity I was looking the most forward to seeing was uh, Catherine Mary Stewart. Really? Because we, yeah, we used to watch Last Starfighter religiously yep. Yep. as children. That was my favorite movie growing up. And um, to see, and then, you know, we were waiting for uh, the limo service to drop all the celebrities off, and Joe and I were waiting in the lobby, and he's like, it was like 1 a.m., I think, 1.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. He said, Trish, you can just go to bed. It's fine. I was like, Joe, I'm going to wait for <laughs> Catherine Mary Stewart, okay? So she was the last one we were waiting for, and she got in, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so, it was so surreal. It was really cool to meet her, and she was sweet as pie. So she was, she was my... She was my, ooh, Catherine Mary Stewart's going to be there? That's so cool. 
she was yeah she it was definitely her <laughs> yeah and and speaking of her um i still owe you one for that owe me one. Oh yeah i was looking at my autographs today and i, I pulled the oh. picture out and i just started <laughs> laughing i'm like oh man <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, that's your own fault. <laughs> well, no, you know? I thought it was funny. I, I did think it was funny. And she thought it was funny, too, because she was laughing. She was. And I finally I got you to turn a bright shade of red. It was marvelous. Yeah, oh, you did. You definitely did. Yep. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> and I'll tell you, um, I captured a photo. And this, to me, this one photo really captures the whole essence of what scares that care is all about and it was during the trick-or-treaters mm-hmm. and it's a picture of sean patrick flannery down on his knee passing out candy to the kids and just sitting there and yes he's not paying attention to anything else going on around nope, but him but the kids and it it's was so I mean, adorable. It was, I think I've seen that. It was so adorable. It was amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And that's it what it's trip. all about. Uh, Kim Coates yeah. was the same way. Kim was uh, he, he, such a great guy. And um, my daughter got to meet uh, Pinhead, Doug Bradley. I saw that picture. I did. Him. That was her. That was her favorite. <laughs> and that, that was another but, thing. Doug was sitting there listening very attentively to to what she was saying in the in the yes. in that photo. Yep she she got in trouble at kindergarten in the uh, when they were reading to him and uh, she had was uh, making some kind of a silly voice and someone said Shelly what are you doing and she said it's her Hellraiser voice. <laughs> so I got a little message from her teacher. Um, <laughs> saying um so shelby has a hellraiser voice um you know which is okay but uh maybe we could not say it in school she was telling she was telling doug that she got in trouble at school um because of hellraiser because of pinhead and uh he said i got he's like let me get this straight i'm the reason why you got in trouble at school and she kind of just looked at him and nodded her head yes and he goes i'll take that that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was he was a great guy too um i did spend a lot of time with costas most of the time was hunting him down but um yeah <laughs> i did spend a lot of time with costas and he was uh he, he was just such a nice guy i mean he wanted to just walk around and talk with everybody yeah and he's, uh, he's, a, he's a mingler oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely have to put a tether on him if he comes again. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. So, what do you got planned now that uh, now that scares is over? You got any other uh, events you're going to? Um, I've been told that uh, horror con in Jersey's Jersey is coming up next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there also may be a uh, um, a haunted house. Um, not convention, but some sort of a gathering um, in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so we'll see how that happens. And then I am, um, I'm kind of the staple, apparently, for Mad Monster Parties as well, which <laughs> is pretty cool. That'll start up next year. Yeah, I'm going to try to, uh, I like going to the Arizona one. 
Uh, it was just way too close to Scares That Care this year, and I, I couldn't swing yeah, both of them. Yeah, did cut it pretty close, but uh, I'd never been to Arizona, and I wasn't going to miss out on an opportunity I was being offered, so I had to take them up on it. Yeah, it, it's a good time. Now, this um, awesome. the, this the new one in New Jersey there, um, did I see a post that we are now the official charity for them as well? I don't know for the official charity, but I know that they just announced that we are the charity for this year for sure. I don't know if we're going to be the official from now on or how that's working, but I did see he did post uh, a quite a sweet uh, little bit of info about Scares the Care um, for their convention next month. Outstanding. That's awesome. That looks like it's going to be a pretty neat convention, too. Do they have the guests uh, already posted? Some of them are already posted, yes. I believe um, I believe I saw um, Catherine, Peter, yeah, Catherine Peterson on there again. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I can't the, remember. What's, what is that kid's name who was on uh, Terminator? Uh, having a brain bubble. I can't remember what his name was. Which Terminator? He was also in History History X. Oh. Um, yeah, Brain Bubble, see? I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Uh, there's so many people who would probably be smacking me upside the head right now. Right? I can't remember his name. Wow, I, I can't remember his name either. I can't. Anyways, I, you, I think I saw that he was going to be there, too. You know what it is? We'll chalk it up to the... Uh, to the convention hangover. Well, yeah. Well, the post-con blues. Y- yeah, definitely. Post-con blues causes uh, memory loss. Yeah. Memory loss, depression, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. You know? See, and, you know, it <laughs> takes forever to come around, and then uh, as soon as it gets here, it goes by so quick that we... Uh, you know what's really cool is in uh, December we're having our Christmas party too. I know, I know. I I doubt I'm going to be able to make that. What? It's, it's just a long ride. It's it's, it's you know it's an eight and a half eight and a half hour ride for one night and then eight and a half hour ride back. You get Andrew to swing by and pick you up. <laughs> That's an idea. That is a good idea. I didn't know Andrew was going. Outstanding. (laughs) You know what? You might have just hit the nail on the head with that one. I might do that. (laughs) I just volunteered him to drive you. Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. You said he drives like me, so I am very happy. He does drive pretty well. He is contrary to popular uh, misbelief. Yeah. Let's set the record straight. The man drives like a maniac. <laughs> Wait a minute, like a maniac? Yes. Um. So Ed, Ed, Edward Furlong. Edward. Edward Furlong. <laughs> there we go. So how's Jim's driving? Oh boy. I'm not sure how Jim's driving is. I've never ridden in the car with you, Jim. I can't. I can't make comments about driving I've never experienced. Oh okay. April did April did a Facebook live. <laughs> we have uh, oh, breaking yeah. 
We have a breaking uh, situation with the weather right now. I'm uh, getting information on it, but there are uh, some severe pop-up storms appearing across the state. Great. Thanks for that, Keith. No problem. Awesome. Yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't go under eighty the whole, the whole trip. Mm. So yeah. I don't think Andrew did either, but I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah, but did you put it out on Facebook Live? No. Yeah, she put the she went right up at a speedometer and put it on Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great! Here comes my ticket in the mail. <laughs> Maybe that's what Joe was going after. No, he's not going 85. He's really slow. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to cover for him. Yeah, it was a good trip, though. It, you know, I had a blast. I went down. April went down with me, and then Chad rode back up here, and uh, definitely beats driving down there alone. Yeah, no kidding. I think that's what a lot of us get out of scares, too, is we're not ever alone mm-hmm. when, we're th- when we're there. It's really nice. Yeah, well, April flew up here uh, just to ride down with me. Aww. I don't know if anybody knew that, but yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know what you guys were doing. I didn't know if you were last minute, you know, supply running, you know, for the charity. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on or if you guys had a separate event or nope. I wasn't sure. Nope. She flew up here just to ride down with me. And, uh, That's and so nice. It was. It was amazing. And we had such a good time going down. <laughs> uh, other than the rain. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was fun driving in the rain home, too. Oh, you hit rain on the way back? Uh-huh. Monday there was, there was rain that afternoon pretty hard. Wow. I... We missed most of it. But I'll tell you, it's amazing that it was hotter here in Connecticut than it was down there in Virginia. Mm. We're under heat warnings and all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was close to 100 degrees today. Wow. Kind of like, remember how the weather was down there last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's like up here now. Wow. Yeah, I'm not a fan of um, of that. Yeah. Nope. It's only a little heat. Nope. I, I like, I'm a fall girl. Oh, come on. Nope. Are you a football fall fan? way better. Uh, kinda. Kinda. All right, who's your team? Well, that would be why I'm kinda. <laughs> oh, boy. I was, let's just put it this way. I was born in Florida. Okay. And there's only a couple franchises that are old enough to have been around when I was born. So, so be- we're going to say the Dolphins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, the- Dolphins are going to be good this year. There's nothing wrong with being a Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphin. yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, I see, as Dolphins fans know when to just keep our mouths shut, you know? <laughs> so we're like, yeah, we know we suck. It's okay. We've come to accept it. You know, so <laughs> eh. it's all good. But we 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 can uh, tumble with the best of them, especially some Patriots fans who don't like us very much. Nah, I was waiting for the Patriot digs. <laughs> <laughs> There's always got to be a Patriots comment. I'm just saying. Well, I, <laughs> we uh, Andrew and I, we were doing Rock and Shock. I want to say it was three years ago, maybe two years ago, and. Uh, we had to go pick Ripple up at the uh, at the airport. Mm-hmm. And we got there early, so I took Andrew over. We got a tour of Fenway Park. And uh, 
everything was going great. We went and we picked him up at the airport. And, of course, he's got a Ravens, I don't remember if it was a jacket or a sweatshirt on. I'm sure. And I'm just like, we're shaking our heads. And, you know, Andrew's Andrew's like, friggin' Ripple. (laughs) So we start leaving the airport. And he says, oh, hold on, stop for a minute. And I'm like, okay. I stop the car. He gets leans out the window, and on top of his lungs yells, Go Ravens! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was amusing. That's awesome. It's Joe. Uh, would you expect anything less? The funny part is, is here in Virginia, I think there's collectively now, I've counted them all, there's only like 10 Miami Dolphins fans in the whole state. So we all know each other. <laughs> you got the uh, the MA Miami yeah. Anonymous. Yes, that could be kind of like you know. There's like a secret handshake and stuff. Could be worse. You could be a Ravens fan. Oh, you move. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sure I'll get Brian squared on me on that one. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Trish. Well, thank you for calling in. Sure. And um. I do have to, uh, I'll hit you up on Facebook because i got to get some information from you. Okay. But, all right, uh, well, you all have a good night. You as well, and uh, hopefully I see you guys before next year. All right. All right, awesome. love you guys. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. That was Trisha Gregg from, she is one of the state reps from Virginia. And, uh, I'm not even sure how many state reps we have total, but it's a uh, it's a good chunk, good chunk. That is awesome. Yeah, it, you it, have state reps on the show. Yeah, yeah. Someone give this guy a donut. No, I don't mean that uh, kind of state rep. I mean uh, state reps for the charity. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Well, that's that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was a good time, and. Um, I am keeping an eye on this weather situation because it could affect us uh, here in New London. I ain't worried. I'm worried. I got $10,000 worth of equipment here lit up. Yeah. It's not... It, it, things don't... Uh, I wish I could do that Russian voice. Things don't uh, react well to lightning bolts. Things don't react well to lightning bolts. In here. In here. Are you <laughs> happy? <laughs> you gotta learn how to do accents. Well, you know. Melissa joined us, by the way. I know, I know. You got doing the Russian accent is really easy. You just need the watch. Uh Oh, okay. Trisha said we have around eighty reps. Wow. And uh, I do. I know there's a lot in Virginia. Um, I am the only Connecticut rep right now. Um, we used to have. Another couple, but they've moved to Ohio, so I'm guessing they are the uh, Ohio reps now. But, um, yeah. So now back to the accent. It's very, <laughs> very easy to do Russian accent. You just, you need to practice. I guess I'll have to practice, so no, ra- but not on your show. No, Russian accent is very easy. Very easy. Very easy. Oh, no, I can't do it. What was really cool was seeing uh, Sean Patrick Flannery doing his uh, his uh, accent from the uh, Boondock Saints, and uh, 
I'd play a clip, but I can't. There's some language in it. Oh, no. But you get the idea. I get it. You've seen the movie, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, really good movie. That was the movie that put, uh, uh, Norman Reedus on the map. And, uh, you know, now that he's on Walking Dead and everything else, it's getting him at a convention costs a lot of money. I could I could only imagine getting any of those people in, in there is a lot of money. <laughs> Trish is such a babe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just watching him interact with all these kids and even the people, I, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It sounds it. it sounds it. Um, like I said, we had uh, Seth Gillian from uh, Walking Dead, and he plays Father Gabriel. And if you see his character on the show, he is nothing like that in real life. It's, you know, you watch these guys, and you, you realize how good of an actor they are. When you're Sid Sid Haig is Sid Haig. He's the same no matter where he is. And he is one of the nicest guys that you ever want to meet. And he goes out of his way to do stuff for the charity. And um yeah, Trish said that uh, he stole her phone for selfies. He he did that with everybody. He was taking their phone and he's just like clicking selfies left and right. And uh it was a good time. That sounds it. Did he do any with your phone? Um, yeah, I got a couple with him. That's cool. I got a couple with him. I did. A, I got a professional professional photo op with uh, Costas Mandalore, who was Detective Hoffman, and uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, who was in, I believe, Saw Three. Wow. And he was in one of the Saw the final chapter. I think he was in. That is awesome. But yeah, I got my picture with just about everybody. Um, like Trish said, we were running around like crazy. It didn't really have a lot of time to ourselves. Doesn't sound like it. So in between things, you know, we try to get whatever we can get, get you know, autographs or pictures or whatever. The uh, professional photo ops were, were really good. Of course, the Sons of Anarchy were huge. Um, that was a pretty long line for their photo op i can imagine and um sid haig actually dressed up in his captain spaulding outfit from uh, house of a thousand corpses and that was another big one you don't get a lot of these guys that dress up and put on their their actual outfits that they wore in the movies so now what's the guy that played in saw's name that actually wore the saw mask that was the the torturer wore the saw mask yeah the scary guy the guy that uh jigsaw yeah what's the actor's name tobin bell now was he there no no okay tobin bell was the original jigsaw and then uh later on costas mandalore who was detective hoffman becomes jigsaw right right so um yeah he was there Sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it is. It is. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. That's why I go down there the, the Monday before, and um, I just 
use the first couple days to rest up, hang out, and uh, get ready for the big time. Now, down south, I, I know up here, anytime you go to an event in this area and there's vendors, it's usually $5 for a soda. What was the uh, what was the cost of things down that way, down south? Not bad at all. Is it, like, considerably different than from, you know, having to spend $50 just to feed two people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, definitely. Everything down in Virginia is a lot cheaper than up here. Yeah. Pack of cigarettes down there is five fifty. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I heard even further down south, they're like two, two, two fifty. Um, I don't know about that, but three. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you figure five fifty down there, eleven bucks up here. Yeah, big difference. Uh, gas was two thirty something down there, and people are running out of the state of Connecticut. Why? Oh yeah, we're getting yeah. taxed to death around here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then we want to spend $10 million on a, a study, a study, a $10 million study to put up uh, tolls. Mm-hmm. Just put up the damn tolls and collect the money. You want to give me $1,000, I'll tell them it's stupid. There. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's your freaking study right there. $10 million there's, to tell us whether there's There's 1% of it. It's a stupid idea. $1,000. Thank you. No. You know, the governor's leaving. So he's going to try to stick it to the state however he can before he leaves. Uh, uh, you think that was his final slap in the face? Yeah. Oh, let's absolutely. Just blow, let's just blow $10 million to figure out where to put up tolls. I know uh, you're probably going to get mad at me for saying this, but put them up around the casinos. Oh, then No, because then you screw the local people. No, it's only for out-of-staters. How are you going to have a toll for only out-of-staters? Because we get the little things that go in our windows that tell the toll machine that it's not, don't bill this person, they live here. We have so many people that travel in and out of the state, the truckers, the tourists, all that stuff. They all should get a toll. We're we're too busy, everyone here in Connecticut, we're all paying taxes for all these tourists and visitors to use our roads. But we're not getting any of the money, though. We're getting we're getting raped by our state. Yeah, that's just my uh, ill-advised political opinion. 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 I'll be all right. Trish likes my hat. Where's my coffee? It's a little small, but uh, what's wrong with your hat? It's not bad. It's my new scares I care hat. You said it was small. Debuted at. I can't really see you right now. It's so debuted at the charity event. Oh, okay. And I, I did find my... Well, I didn't find my sunglasses. Somebody found my Oakleys. I had lost them. And I was freaking out. Lost them on Saturday morning, I believe it was. And then Sunday morning when I got up, they were... Somebody had stuck them on my door handle. That's right, so. people. Don't attempt to adjust your sound devices. That is a cat in the background. You're not hearing things. Well, Gina's not here today, and the cat misses Gina, so... Yeah, every time Gina's not here, it's her fault the cat's going nuts. Mm-hmm. So, Gina. Gina, if you're listening, we miss you. Hope you're doing all right. It has, uh, you know what? I don't even know. It's got a Velcro back. It's got a Velcro back. Um, I don't like the hats with the loops in the back. They're the open thing. I like the... The closed hats don't don't have the. Well, the only thing with the hat is it looks like Frankenstein's ripping the arm off. Oh, I can't see it from over here. I... Because of the uh, 
they didn't do the um, the trim. I have the best location in the studio right now, and it involves not seeing you. Really? <laughs> oh, sorry. You need Glenn back. You need Glenn so you can pick on him. Whatever, Steve. <laughs> that loser. Mm, see? Oh. I'll give it right back to you. That's okay. So I watched this movie the other day. And uh, my friend Jim Maurer told me to watch it. It's a Facebook. Facebook. Oh, my God. I'm so freaking tired. It's a Netflix original. And I'm like, ah, Netflix original. And it was pretty good. And I just forgot the name. <laughs> we just um, we just reordered Netflix. We have it back. Thank God. And I've been watching uh, the Lost in Space episode, which is quite quite awesome. It was pretty good. You know, I love the original Lost in Space, but the new one was pretty good. The, the new one's awesome. I've been binge like any chance I get, I watch it. And then uh, Melissa likes the new Orange is Black. Eh, I'm not really a big fan of that. It was okay. Why not? That's more of a girl show. Well, she's a girl, so... Well, obviously. Aw. Tina likes it, too. <laughs> they're, they're getting their hots off all those prison ladies. We, uh, the name of the, sh- the, the, name of the movie is Extinction. Extinction, and it's on Netflix. And uh, the, my first night down there, um, I'm like, hey, you know what? I got nothing to do, so I'll watch it. And um, it... <laughs> It's one of those movies that it, it captures you, and you're like, man, what's going on? What's going on? And then at the end, you're like, no way. Because I honestly did not expect the ending of that movie. So it was it was good. You know, I, was I good. will have to say this. Some of the Netflix original movies are starting to get really good. Like, Netflix should be up there with... like. It's like Netflix blows away HBO and Cinemax and all those guys. Right. I just, I can't believe what some of the shows they're coming out with. They're, they're really, really good. It's like, why bother to have cable? And uh, I Unless, think Amazon Prime's pretty good, too. You can get a lot of movies on Amazon I, Prime. I think the only reason why you want cable is to watch those pesky football games. Well, yeah, I'm a guy. Why would I not watch football? I don't watch football. I do. Okay, what's wrong with this? <laughs> I was raised on football and I was raised on baseball. I can't, you know, it's so annoying. The, the game is is it almost can be annoying to me. They they play for like 10 seconds to throw a ball around and then they take another half an hour to set back up and get everyone back in position to have them play for 20 like no, 10 seconds of gameplay and we go back into another five minutes of screwing around get everyone back together they got to have the the court and the jury come in decide whether or not the ball went over this line over that marker or somebody touched someone's butt it just takes forever that oh we got to play it back oh we got to have the jury decide what's what here oh is there a technical um okay you married him. we got we got to get the team in here we got to get 20 people roll back the tape to figure out if this was a technical touch uh, was he abused was he sexually molested okay we can play ball now that's not something to joke around about it's ridiculous play the goddamn game really yeah really really 
apologize I apologize for the language from Mr. Keith. I guess so. Uh, well, I've heard them say it out on radio before. Yeah, whatever. The B word and other stuff. But um, it just takes so long for them to set up to play 10 seconds worth of gameplay, and then we have to go wait all over again. Just get back, get in position, play. Go, go, go. Throw the ball. Run. Oh, you I know, get bored. You know I'm sorry. I, I get bored. About? Did I get you hear what's going on down in Florida? No, what's going on in Florida? Oh my God! This um, it's vibro vulnificus. It is a flesh-eating bacteria that's in the ocean. It is. It's hospitalized. Oh my God! It's hospitalized like 32 people so far and killed 10. In Florida. In Florida. We can't even swim in the ocean. Nope. We. I was just in the ocean up here, but I don't think we have that. Yep. It's a. Uh, it's a flesh-eating bacteria. It's called vibro. Volnificus. And where about is it like in a Pacific area or a Pacific? You mean specific? S- yeah. Oh my god. I'll be all right. No, you won't. Uh, let me it's see. It's from a raw, raw oyster. From a raw oyster. A raw, raw oyster. oyster. A raw Florida oyster. man died July 10th after eating a raw oyster at Sarasota restaurant that was contaminated by the bacteria Vibro Vibrario Volnifica Volnificus. Which can cause flesh-eating disease or necrotizing. 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 Festicis. Necrotizing. That's like necrotizing. Can what? That's like something I hear out of uh, demon movies or well, something. Well, when you're uh, necro. Necrotic means that the flesh is dying. Um, a new warning. New warnings were issued Monday surrounding the bacteria found in the ocean that has already killed several people. Um, woman dies two months after getting flesh-eating bacteria while vacationing in St. Petersburg, Florida. So you can just swim around the ocean and come across this bacteria, and her flesh starts eating. Yeah, it starts e- eating her flesh. Yeah, it's uh, direct contact with seawater. It's um, almost like cholera. Is there any way we can bottle this stuff so I can spray people? You know, some people with it I don't like. It thrives in warm salt water, and it's naturally found in warm marine waters. Um, people with open wounds can be exposed immediately. And the Florida Department of Health reports 13 people have contracted the bacteria. Three have died from the strain. Um, Florida is not the only state to report this Alabama, Louisiana, Texas and Mississippi have also recorded cases. So all in the tropical zones is they're getting this. Yeah, all in the warm warm water areas. Um I don't know. I I guess just you know, you're talking tourism areas, so <laughs> stay out of the water, Stop I guess. Stop peeing in the water. That's no, got nothing to do with that. I remember the last show you guys were talking about something. Uh, if you pee in the water, it swims up your ether. Um, yeah, that's like down in the uh, the rainforest, right, and right, stuff right, like that. So now around here we have this bacteria just kind of floating in the water, and it mm-hmm. makes your skin rot. Even so, more if you have a cut, which is uh, quite scary. So. What do people just stay out of the water? And as uh, as Melissa said, it can also be contracted from consuming raw su- seafood, um, not limited to, uh, but including oysters and clams and mussels and stuff like that. This is out of control. 
I was going to go to the beach when I was down in Virginia. I didn't have time, but... Uh, well, is that yeah. considered the water that's infected or no? I mean, it's warm, but it's not as warm as it is down in Florida and Alabama and those those areas that were mentioned. But, yeah, I mean, it's already, you know, hospitalized 32 people and killed 10. That's not something to... Uh, not something to mess around no, with. No, no, no. So how do they get this out of the water? Uh, they don't. Chlorine tablets? I don't know. <laughs> it's not in the water. It's in the fish. No, it's in the water. No, yeah, it's in the water. And there's... Uh, and it's now it's getting into our seafood. Mm-hmm. And it's only in raw seafood, right? Yes. Okay, so as long as you cook it, the bacteria dies. Um, so I take it, I'm not taking any chances. I take it sushi's out of the question now. Jim, did you read what the symptoms are? No, uh, no I didn't. Vomiting, diarrhea, abdo- abdominal pain. Um, patients who are immune compromised may develop a life-threatening infection of the bloodstream with symptoms that include fever, chills, septus, and skin lesions. Wow. And it, it almost it almost makes me wonder if it's connected with the red tide. Um, if you look at Siesta Key Beach, which is America's number one beach, the the red tide and toxic algae is just unbelievable. It, there are dead fish. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Manatees have been killed. Um, to see them just washing up on shore is... Uh, it's unbelievable, and uh, they believe it's it, it believed it is linked to discharge from Lake Okachibi. Um, it, it is so bad down in Florida that uh, I mean the pictures are just it's devastating. There was one picture of a manatee that had died, and it's affecting the manatees. Yeah, everything. Oh my God! It's killing anything and everything that's in the water. It showed the one manatee that was dead, and the other manatee was like clinging onto it, almost like it was morning. Oh, and I saw that video. I was wondering what they had yeah. the manatee tied up to something, and the yeah. other one was clinging. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, they tried to to get it out of the water, and uh, it was too late. And the other manatee was clinging onto it, almost like morning, and it was just. It was horrible. I mean, it was so gut-wrenching. And, and you know, who we only have ourselves to blame because we're the ones that are doing it. Now, is there any mention from the CDC? Is the CDC telling people, you know, you have to stay out of the water? What's the, what's the deal with this? Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're posting warnings everywhere um, with the red tide. It's um, obviously you're not allowed in the water. It's been um, closed off for anything. But the water up here in Connecticut's fine. <laughs> yeah, for for now. Yeah, for now. Just for, for now. Absolutely incredible. But the waters up here are cold enough to where I don't think I, I don't think it'll affect up here. 
We don't even have jellyfish yet. Uh, we were just out, uh, what, last week swimming in the ocean, and uh, everybody was in the water. And I must have asked like nine, ten people, have you seen any jellyfish? They're like, no, we, we have not. Last year, you couldn't swim or walk in the water five feet without seeing a jellyfish. I mean, those things were everywhere. This year, we don't have one in the water, not one jellyfish. Yeah, and that's weird at this time of year. There should be... We should be loaded with jellyfish right now, and there's I haven't seen one. I mean, if you before I left, um, so a week ago, they uh, you know where the uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the bar over in uh, Musquamacet, a uh, windjammer. Okay, the windjammer. Um, they caught a six foot adolescent great white shark. A quarter of a mile off the beach. And oh, yeah, I remember that. That is just, like, unheard of. And people were snowflaking before they even watched the other video. People don't... Some people, they, they should not be using Facebook. They don't know how to use Facebook. And they're on their oath. Uh, throw the shark back in the water, you a-holes, and everything else. They were They were... They were yelling at me because I shared the post, and they thought it was my video. Right, and uh, people didn't realize that they did release the shark. Yeah, yeah, they did. So now there is a six-foot adolescent great white shark swimming around uh, right over by Musquamaga Beach. Well, hopefully the person that was complaining on Facebook is the one that gets bit by that shark. Well, hopefully nobody gets bit by that shark. Well, I think the person that called us an idiot for that, because we're the ones, United FM, we're the ones that pulled the shark out of the water. You know, we're we're... Blankety blanks. Hope they get their fingers chewed off for that. And then, uh, while watching Shark Week, <laughs> also found out that uh, the biggest and fastest Makos in the world are right off of Watch Hill, Rhode Island, which is right next to Musquamagat Beach. So I will never be swimming at Musquamagat Beach again. Why are you so worried? Because so many people are swimming in the water right this instant, and there hasn't been any reported shark attacks off of Long Island Sound. Oh, wait. No, there oh, was. Oh, there Thresher were two shark. of them last week. Yeah. we yep. saw. I saw um, last time we were out in the water, we saw a seal, and I saw a thresher shark. You saw the seal. Mm-hmm. By the time you, I, you told me about it, it was too late. Yeah, it was gone. And I think that's what's going on. I think that these sharks are chasing other food. Well, of course they are. Of course they are. And if if if, if you don't think there's sharks in the Long Island Sound, you're crazy. There was a humpback whale that was down by Milford last year. So I would love if, to if, see if that. If a humpback whale can come down into there, you bet your butt there are sharks, sharks. in there. They will follow the food source. And when we were doing the uh, the bikini shoot at Hammonasset Beach, there was a seal that came and paid us a visit. That's awesome. So, yeah, if the seals are making it way their way down that far, then, yeah. Yep. Seems like wherever the seals go, everything else follows. Yeah, it's the food source. People go where the food is. Now, I wonder if uh, is seal edible? If you're a shark, oh yeah, must be something good about them. If everything's trying to eat them, I, 
I guess over in China or another place, you'd, you'd find that on the menu. You'd find anything on the menu. Well, maybe. Well, there was this thing going on on Facebook about them trapping animals, like dogs and cats and eating those, and they eat jellyfish. Oh, that Chinese place that got caught doing that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yep. I, I just, I'll never understand that. No. Never understand that. I don't, I don't get it either. So, yeah, I haven't decided what my uh, what my movie of the week is going to be this week. I'm kind of uh, kind of waiting to see what comes out on um, Amazon Prime. What's better, Am- Amazon Prime or uh, or Netflix? Uh, Amazon Prime is more movies. Do you pay for each movie, or is it like a Netflix setup? Both. When oh. when new releases come out, you can buy it um, cheaper than you'd buy it on a DVD. I mean, it's yours. It's on there. It doesn't take up room in the house. and um, But there's also hundreds of movies that are included with Amazon Prime that you can uh is that the same amazon prime that you get when you order something and it comes in a couple of days later yeah amazon prime is amazon prime is that like a hundred dollars a year or something uh yeah yep definitely well well worth it i don't know we've we've thought about it it's a one-time fee a hundred dollars and you get to watch like all the movies like you do netflix and all that stuff yep that sounds that sounds interesting and they've got um, they've got other things that are on there too, um, like TV series, um, pretty much anything. Gonna have to uh, look which reminds that. me, if anybody has a copy of Night of the Comet, can you please burn me a copy? Not that we condone burning copies of movies, but I'd really like a copy of Night of the Comet. That's like an old '80s movie. It is an sky, old '80s movie. Guy turned red, and everyone got vaporized where they were, yeah. unless they were inside. And the stars of that were down at Scares That Care. Oh wow! But they didn't have copies of it. I thought for sure. I'm like, all right, they're gonna have copies of them. No, no. So this sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, it may not even be in distribution anymore. I went to, uh, I went to get them a, a copy. I get um, my granddaughter and my nieces Disney movies. You know, I got the Disney Movie Club, and I was like, all right, it's not on there. Let me go to Amazon and see if I can find this movie. It's on Netflix. It's an old movie with what? It's on Netflix. Night of the Comet. Netflix. Did you found it? It's on Netflix. Well, hot damn! Night of the Comet is on Netflix. Dun dun. Well, what do you know? Know what I'm watching tonight? <laughs> We're gonna have to watch that. I, I, but yeah, it was uh, this movie, Hot Lid and Cold Feet. It's a Disney movie. Um, Don Knotts and Tim Conway are in it. And it's a really good movie. And uh, I found it on Amazon. And I believe it was 160 bucks. Wow. Yeah, I was like, uh, no. So I'll see what the Disney Movie Club brings out and see if I'm going to do it that way. 
By yeah. the way, the the studio number is 860-626-5193. Again, 860-626-5193, which puts you on the air live with, uh, with Jim here. With Jim here? With Jim. With Jim. And Melissa and me. I know. I called last week. <laughs> <laughs> he got put on hold. Yeah, what what the hell is up with that? Because I'm not getting any serious money in here, so I can't afford a uh, a big a big phone. Do you, do you have one of those? Do you own? Do you have one of those phones laying around that has a multi line on it? Uh, yeah, actually, I might. Oh well, I could use one here. Yeah, I'll think about it. Just a reminder, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Sun's Big Three, Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge, all located inside the beautiful Mohegan Sun in Lucasville, Connecticut. For VIP service, contact Chris Cody. Rob, you still with us? Rob is down in Tennessee. And uh, apparently we'll not be doing our karaoke at uh, Lansdowne on Thursday night. So I'm guessing we're going to have Turk, which is still really good. And those thunderstorms that are going across the state are starting to die out, as usual. They always do. So I don't know why you get all fizzled up about it. Well, because I get alerts from mainstream media, which I think I'm going to stop paying attention to as far as the weather goes, because they they get all worked up anytime we get a little pop up storm somewhere. Yep. And it's 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 making you know what if all these times we get these alerts for uh, oh we got pop up storms well they're going to die out shortly so why even send the alert. And then get everyone all worked up. Oh, there's storms, there's storms. And come to find out, all we get is a little rain shower. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't, and then... Something happened. Yeah, Shit I know. hit the fan, you know. I mean, Why didn't you warn us? Well, right now, there's a... Um, just, uh... Okay. Let's try this again. Just south of Newington, there's a small thunderstorm. I see one lightning strike. Whoopee, 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 whoopee. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right. God. I know. So, Melissa stole my coffee. No, I did not. So um, over south of Windsor, we have a uh, storm with uh, some uh, some lightning going on. Really nothing in a severe bracket, but it's there. It's uh, heading towards the area of Tolland. And uh, that's that's all I'm seeing right now. And uh, maybe some rain for us. Unless they pop back up. These these were pop-up storms. So they, they, they pop up, they die down, they pop up again. It's kind of like very hard to predict what they're going to do. But Montville, Norwich, Franklin, Wyndham, Chaplin, Ashford... New London, Old Seabrook, we're all in the clear for right now. No, that's good. I mean, a little bit of rain would be nice, but... Well, anything to cool this, this, this heat down. What yeah, we need, it's what not going to happen for a couple of days. So. What we need is a nice, strong cold front to come out of the north and just plow this crap out so we can have uh, you know, a little cooler weather 
But we are in the dog days of summer. This is to be expected. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, not this upcoming weekend, but the following weekend will be the Mohegan Wigwam Powwow at Fort Shantock. That will be on Saturday and Sunday. Admission is free. Parking is at the casino, and you will be shuttled over. Don't try parking at the park. I know the guy that's in charge of parking, and he is one miserable, mean SOB. Yeah, I'm in charge of parking. (laughs) (laughs) This is weird. I shared the show to Gina's timeline and never showed up. Really? Yeah. That's what she said. Mm. Gina Lee, right? Yes. Gina Lee? No. Not there. Hmm. Gina. That's it, because usually Gina's friends are all jumping all over it and... Did you get put in Facebook jail again? No, I'm fine. No, okay. No, no, everything's good here. Uh-oh, Jim. What? You got quiet. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking up Rock and Shock 2018 so I can give people the information. Um, unfortunately, I can't find any information. I'm surprised you haven't pulled up any good Where uh, Would You Rather... Nah, we'll do that when Gene is here. You haven't done that in a while now. I spent a, a, a couple of shows you haven't done it. Yep. Yeah. He hasn't done it in months. Trying to keep things PG. No, we did it. We did it a few weeks ago. Gina was having a blast with it. Yeah, you guys got to do that again. That's one of the best parts. Yeah, but it, it's it's better with people calling in because then you can really, really have fun with it. Right, right, right. So, all right, let's see if I can find something on Rock and Shock. I may have to contact Gina, see what's going on. The other Gina. The other Gina? Yeah, the Gina that's in charge of Rock and Shock. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm very happy, very, very happy to have heard and announced that Scares That Care will be returning to the Doubletree in Williamsburg next year. Very, very happy. That is awesome. All right. I mean, we got dates on here, but there's nothing. Uh, hmm. Let's see if I can pull up Rock and Shock. Period. Nope. Wow. Uh, Are you talking about the one between October 13th and 14th and 15th? Yeah, that was last year, 12th, 13th, and 14th. I'll tell you, this West Nile virus thing's getting out of hand. Why? Found in three more more towns. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Mosquitoes trapped in North Brantford, Wethersfield, and Wallingford have tested positive for West Nile virus. The uh, Connecticut Agriculture Experiment Station confirms mosquitoes collected from Cedar Lake in North Brantford, South Elm Street in Wallingford, Gulf, I'm sorry, Gough Road in Wethersfield have tested positive for the virus. State officials 
have warned about the rapid increase of the West Nile virus activity in Connecticut. Related tests show that infected mosquitoes are rising at levels that are higher than normal for this time of year, according to the release from Governor Malloy's office. And it, it didn't take $10 million to figure that out. Well, you're really stuck on that $10 million, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just saw another um, article about someone uh, suing the state for spending that amount of money. Or they're putting an injunction against it. Jim, I found it. What you got, Melissa? No, that's not it. This was for 2018. Yeah, I was already on that one. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm going to the... uh, Here we go. By the way, if uh, you can't continue to listen uh, or follow us on uh, the Facebook page, we are uh, broadcasting live on unitedfmradio.com. www.unitedfmradio.com. On Streama, TuneIn, and uh, wherever else you can uh, catch... uh, uh, internet radio stations, my tuner, all those places. We're we're on all of the networks. Radio box, online radio box. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so bringing up the official website. All they have listed is 2017. Hmm. I will have to uh, find out and get more information on that. Very interesting. I'm looking into having some of uh, my horror author friends on. I'd really like to have Brian Keene on because uh, Brian King is one of the premier horror writers. He's written for DC Comics. He's written for Marvel Comics. He's written for um, X-Files. And his books are just absolutely fantastic. Um, they have some of the top horror authors also, Donna Scares at Care, Bracken McCloyd, McCloyd, McCloud. <laughs> <laughs> he got did, no, he got me going on that because Brian Keene was calling him McCloyd. <laughs> Bracken McCloud, Adam Caesar, um, Matt Serafini, and um, Scott Cole. It's just a whole bunch of really good uh, horror authors down there. Jim, when's the last time you went on American Airlines or any type of flight? <laughs> Uh, I think the last time I flew was um, probably when I went to uh, Arizona. Yeah. Could you imagine going into the bathroom and finding... Could you only imagine finding something in the toilet? Other than other than what's supposed to be there? I'm, I'm not talking about someone not flushing here. Um, what are we? What are we finding in the toilet? A cleaning crew found a fetus in the toilet of a plane uh, bathroom as the aircraft was set in the hangar at LaGuardia Airport on Tuesday. The grisly discovery was made before 7 a.m. aboard American Airlines flight that had landed at Queens Hub Monday night from Charlotte, North Carolina. They say the fetus appears to be about five or six months old. And I guess the uh, medical examiner's office will conduct an autopsy. That's, that's, whoa. I, I don't even know what to say to that. And would you rather find your cell phone sitting at the bottom of the toilet or a fetus? My cell phone. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, that's just horrible. 
that that's yep speaking of dropping cell phones in the toilet I have twice (laughs) the one you have now no a little girl dropped mine in the toilet and it was one of those uh, sidekicks from T-Mobile and I dropped my own phone once in the toilet and I was like oh my god Oh, and uh, in Waterbury, Connecticut, they have a, a reward being offered for uh, an abandoned f- Waterbury factory fire. Apparently, there was the place was uh, a huge fire. Wow. <laughs> what are you laughing about over there? Uh, it's just. The, my scares that care family are just amazing. That's all I can say. Is and Trisha said we're not blood, but you know what? We all might as well be. We're uh, we're that close. We have such a good time. It, it it's just amazing. And when are you guys gonna get down there and go to scares that care? I don't know. I don't know. She she'd have to find uh, time off from work and. And I'm scared to get on a plane. That's I, so I have a fear of heights. Well, yeah. If you're afraid of heights, being on a plane is probably not the the best place you want to be. Train's not bad. We took the train down. Oh, I'm fine with the train, but not a plane. Hopefully. Um, well, not hopefully. Uh, I mean, inevitably, we will uh, the uh, scares that scare the scares <laughs> that care board of directors <laughs> will uh, will be selecting our three recipients for this upcoming year, and uh, we're there to fight real monsters, and we will continue that fight until there's no more monsters left to fight. Did you hear about the um, R-rated 8th grade f- uh, free Wednesday night? What? Actual 8th graders will be able to see the R-rated coming of age movie, 8th grade in select movie theaters across the nation on Wednesday. I've never even heard of the movie. Never heard of the movie. Mm-mm. Would you let your 8th grader go watch a R-rated movie? Uh, no. 8th grader? Yeah. Actual 8th graders will be able to see the R-rated coming-of-age movie, 8th grade. What are they, like 13, 14 years old? I, I think so. Yeah, why not? Um, in select movie theaters across the nation on Wednesday, the film's distributor, A24, says Monday that it's hosting a night of free screenings in every state on August 8th, waiving the R-rated to allow kids of all ages to experience the film. There's at least one percent participating theater in each state in Connecticut the movie will be showed at the Palace 17 Odyssey Theater at 330 New Park Avenue in Hartford at 7 p.m. well if it happens in Hartford what does it matter anyhow Hartford's a hot mess the film (laughs) the film uh, from director Bo Burham follows a shy 13 year old girl in her last week of middle school and has been widely praised for authentic depiction of being a young teenager in the social media age. Yeah, why not? These kids get more in school. They hear more, see more in school than they're going to see in that well, movie. The thing so is, why not? The thing is with this generation nowadays, 
is that sex is just a big buffet. Come and help yourself. That's the if it's in the music. If you listen to any of the new pop music coming out, sex is just this big buffet. Help yourself. Have fun. There's no consequences. Kind of like uh, history repeating itself with like the, what the hippies did back in the day. Free love. So nothing, nothing ever changes. It just, it changes, but it just evolves into something different. But it's the same. Okay. Did you, did you see 13 Reasons Why? No, I have no. not. I think every middle schooler, high schooler should see that, that show. Well, what's it about? Suicide. A boot. Bullying and suicide. Bullying and su- suicide, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, bullying's a big issue with social media in high school nowadays. And I, I don't want to give any, you know, I don't want to give it away. Um, but, yeah, I, I watched it. And uh, I think that every middle schooler and high schooler should see that show. What you got, Jim? What do you mean, what do we got? Got anything else? You, you just cut me off right in the middle of talking about 13 Reasons Why. How are you, are you in a freaking hurry? No. That's as bad as putting him on hold. We ain't getting his panties in a bunch over there. Well, I'm trying to look it up so I can learn more about it. I just, I've never heard of it, never seen it. You have never heard of 13 Reasons. Are you living under a rock? No, is it on Netflix? We'll watch it. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's been a major topic for months now. Actually, for over a year because they've already got season two. Yeah, because it's also been on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. 13 Reasons Why I Won't. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, Keith comes out from under the rock. <laughs> oh, I kind of run two internet radio stations here. What do you think? This stuff, uh, you know, manages itself? Oh, or? my God. Here we go. I've got time to go out in the park and pick flowers and sniff the grass. Let me push the button. Okay, go. There we go. It's running. Jesus. <laughs> what in God's name was that? I thought it was thunder. I did, too, for a second. Hey, you know what? He said it's going to thunder. I, I think there's some homeless guy out there beating up our trash cans. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. In New London? No, it would not surprise me. Oh, speaking of surprises, uh, a couple of days ago at the Ravi Mart on Bank Street. The what? Ravi Mart. Okay. Bank Street. You know, the gas station next to Honeybees across the street from the fire station? Yeah. Four. Am I allowed to say what, what uh, race be politically correct yeah i guess as long as it's pertinent because they're not they're they're the our local police department when they give descriptions of crimes being committed they're no longer listing a race okay because it's politically incorrect so let's go to the uh girl that was almost uh, abducted here in town in that black pickup truck Mm mm-hmm okay Channel 30 News and the New London Police Department did not... She, she saw the guy. Okay. He told her to get in the truck that she was being picked up by him and, at her request of, of the mother or, or, or relatives or whoever. Mm-hmm. All right. So they say a, a, a male, approximately 30 years old, I believe... But in in with with a with a mustache or, or a beard, I don't have the information in front of me. But uh, they never said whether he was white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, Asian. They didn't say what he was. 
Why? Why give a half-ass... You got some perp out driving around trying to pick up our kids and you can't tell me what, what race he is? He just likes to complain about everything, doesn't what, he? What's, what's the point, dude? What's the point? I don't know if he's white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, Asian, crocodile. I don't know what he is. What is he? How many kids do you have? Enough. How many kids do you have? Well, not a million. Not a million. You have. You don't have kids. Yes, so I have. A, I have an eighteen-year-old daughter. Yes, you have a twenty-one-year-old too. Twenty. Yeah. So, okay. So I want to know who this bastard is. I want to know what he is. You want to give me a half-assed description, then whatever. But at least tell me if he's white, black, Puerto Rican, or or, or whatever he may be. Why give a such a jerky? Oh my god! Yeah, so all I have to do, all I have is to go by the truck and a guy with a beard. Thank you. I love that description. Great job. Alrighty then, Jim. They didn't say what race he was because it's snowflake alert. God, uh, people will come out of their out of their maybe holes. or maybe they just really didn't know what race he was. The girl saw him. Maybe she got a glimpse of the beard. Maybe he had a hoodie on. Maybe you know you always jump to conclusions. I don't know. You know, if if we said it was a black male, then Black Lives Matter would be protesting in front of the police station. All right. Anyway. Wow. My opinion. Yes. The opinion stated are those of Keith only and not of Project Arrow. Yes. We will put him back on his medication starting tomorrow. <laughs> this has been a public service announcement. <laughs> Where's Gina? Oh, my God. Gina would cut him right off. No, she wouldn't. Yes, she would. She so would. She would understand because she's got kids. No, she put you on blast. For what? Your comment. Completely. What what did I say wrong other than can we have a racial description? I want to know if he's white or black or Hispanic. Why did I leave that part out? Purple, red. Blue, (laughs) orange. I just I want to know what I want a full description. Forget the fact that they don't give a description of the truck which uh, they did they have a picture of it orange pickups matter or whatever that where's where's the uh. your brain (laughs) i'm pulling up the article now oh god it was all over facebook too they got a picture of the uh truck which in the description uh on the inside of the tailgate they showed uh uh some white paint or something yeah Uh oh. Jim's going off. 23 days of 90 degrees or higher so far this summer. That's what I call a good summer. Yes, I love summer. I love the heat. You should move down south. Nah, it's too hot. (laughs) (laughs) He loves summer, but he doesn't like that much heat. That made no sense. Like the description of the perp. It was pretty nice down there. I got to admit. 
<laughs> All right, before we go off here, I got <laughs> I got to share this story. <laughs> what happened? What do you got? Right. Got to be a doozy. This is a doozy. laughing that hard. This is a doozy. In New York, go figure. Oh my god. You can't make this stuff up. A man jumped out of a restaurant freezer and attacked employees and later died at a hospital Sunday morning, according to NYPD. The incident happened at the height of the brunch rush around 11 a.m. at Sarah Beth's... Uh-oh, looks like Motville's getting hammered. Wires, where are wires you? are down. Route 82. Go figure. Always getting wires down over there. All right. Anyway, the incident happened at the height of the brunch on the Upper West Side. Police said the kitchen staff did not recognize the person described by police as a 54-year-old man who did not work at the restaurant, nor was he a former employee. Sarah Beth staff told police they did not know how the man got in the freezer. After being discovered, the man picked up a kitchen knife and yelled, Away Satan, before attacking employees who were able to disarm him and wrestle him to the ground. Shortly afterward, the man tried to talk with kitchen staff but suffered some kind of medical emergency. A man who was at the front of the restaurant getting change at the time says employees at the front of the restaurant were panicking. I was trying to talk to them. They were nervous. They didn't know how to answer me. One person was running. Police responding to the scene found the 54-year-old unconscious and unresponsive. Emergency medical responders took the man to Mount Sinai, St. Luke's, where he was pronounced dead. Police are withholding the man's identity until his family can be notified, though sources tell CBS New York he is from Arizona. Meanwhile, those who lived near the restaurant were shocked to learn of the bizarre and frightening incident. That's pretty crazy for this kind of restaurant and area we live in. You wouldn't really see that coming, said Steve Prince of the Upper West Side. Sort of a wake-up call to everybody to think about what's going on and monitor their staff. The restaurant has not responded to multiple re requests for a comment. So, can you imagine that? You go to work, you open the freezer, this wacko runs out, picks up a knife, screaming away Satan, and then just drops dead. That would be typical. That's like some zombie shit that you, you, you see on TV. Right. Right, that's because we have uh, very... Very little invested in our mental health system. Was that where was that? The Upper West Side in New York. Oh, okay, New York. Stated that four times. That's normal in that area, I think. Not the Upper West Side. Not even close. That's the the ritzy area. Wow. So Peyton, apparently Satan is in New York. I have that um that article. Uh, for New London, Connecticut. The New London, uh, Connecticut police, I'll be right, investigate an attempted abduction of a nine-year-old girl. New London police are investigating attempted 
I said that already. Police said the girl was walking up the driveway at 93 State Pier Road when she was approached by a man in a pickup truck around 1.15 p.m. The victim told the police the man had his hands on his private parts when he opened the door and tried to get her inside the truck. Now the victim ran to a family member's apartment who contacted the police. The suspect is described as a male with a medium build, possibly 30 to 40 years old, with facial hair. He was wearing glasses, a dark-colored shirt, and a blue Nike hat at the time. The pickup may be silver early 2000 Dodge Ram with white wall tires with silver rims, sidestep rails, a circular white stickler decals on the upper right, upper left rear windows with uh, white paint. Stickler. Sticker. Stickler? Did they say really stay stick stickler? Yes, mm-hmm. you did. Oh, my God. This is what I mean. <laughs> stickler. He's a stickler. With white sticker decal decals on the right and upper rear windows with white paint on the inside of the rear tailgate, which I was talking about earlier. Anyone with information should contact the police. Okay. The scary part is I've seen this truck at this intersection out here. Well, good. If we see it again, call the police. Yep. Pretty darn good description to me. Yeah, pretty creepy. He has a very loud muffler, too. One of those loud, gurgly mufflers. Okay. So just look for a guy that's got his hand on his junk while he's stopped at the stop sign in a pickup truck, and you'll be good to go. With a loud muffler. With a loud muffler. Those people with the loud mufflers, they're they're all pretty shysty. Sure. <laughs> all right, well, that's our show for today. We will be back next week. I believe uh, Gina will be in Florida next week. I think she's going to Disney World. Is Glenn coming? And uh, I'm not sure when Glenn is coming back. Um, I'll have to talk to Glenn and figure it out. So, until next week, everybody have a great week. If you're up here in the Northeast, stay hydrated. Stay out of that heat if you can. And uh, to all my scares that care family, love you all. Had a great time this weekend. And uh, I'll see you soon. All right, everybody. Be safe. Peace. Thank you.